I've got wonderful, beautiful, amazing games to talk about. Oh, but fantastic. First, I thought you were echolocating. <laughs> no, I mean, I do need to do that. I, I am blind and I do have to travel that way. But I, I found my desk a while ago. I'm good. Okay, um, that's good. I was worried for a second. I do have a public service annou- announcement, though, and a little update on a thing that I talked about a while ago. Yeah. Um, so in RuneScape, a thing happened recently that was interesting um they used to have a system where i was mentioning it you got free keys for the like loot box on the daily they changed that system uh and they made it into kind of like a battle pass type thing and people got so mad that within 48 hours a petition had formed and jagex was like oh cool y'all don't like it we'll change it and then they fully took all the pay to win aspects out of it the battle pass is still there but they changed it to the point to where people are like yeah this is tolerable and then now (laughs) it's like continuing but like dude if any other company put out a battle pass and everyone hated it they'd be like yeah give me your money yeah they just double down they would just be like yeah shut the hell up i hate you <laughs> but, <laughs> give uh, us money i just Come thought on. it was neat because uh yeah it's, it's really neat to see them be like oh you don't like this okay cool you have a petition we're, we're changing it and like within 48 hours had it changed to where they took like a bunch of stuff out which i thought was really neat yeah. um this has been your public services announcement about runescape they might happen over time because my girlfriend's still very addicted and i hear a lot about <laughs> it still and i still play it every once in a while we could um, just make that a segment in in some of our episodes <laughs> just hey a little news alert at the beginning here's what happened in runescape recently <laughs> Hey, it's important. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's not what my game's about at all. Although my game is an RPG, as apparently is the theme of the the season. Um, yeah. I'm talking about one of the most beautiful games I think I've ever put my entire little greasy eyes on. Um, you put... I, wait, your eyes are greasy? There are a lot of things to talk about there that I'm not going to address any of. I need to see an optometrist. I, are you a crab? Have you been a crab this whole time? Everything becomes crab. Ah, I knew it. I knew I <laughs> as soon as you started snipping and not showing me your hands because they sounded an awful lot like claws, I knew something was up. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't hide it forever. No. Crab <laughs> people. Okay, we're not getting into start uh South Park. That's not what this is about. But it still starts with us because see if stars. Ah! not sea of thieves that's a different game that james also hates worst game no it's pretty good it's fun Mm. uh there's not really a point to it but that's what makes it fun mumble mumble grumble grumble so sea of stars sea of stars beautiful game like legitimately Mm. one of the prettiest games i think i've ever laid my little eyes on um made by sabotage studios in 2023 started uh kind of there's a there's a plot that we're going to talk about there. Give me a minute. We're going to get there. It's 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 such a pretty game. And like <laughs> I just I I can't stress that enough. I think it is genuinely one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. It's um, uh, it's pixel art, isn't it? Or am I yes, mistaken? It yeah. is a pixel art game. I think it is it is either 16 or 32 bit. It is very pretty. It is, I think it's 32 bit. Um but it is still like it is so gorgeous. I keep saying that but that uh, i can't stress it enough um it's got great music it's such a fun game the gameplay is really interesting it has received some criticisms that are valid we will also get into that but like my first main topic i really want to address here is just how pretty this game is the (laughs) navigation of this game is actually really cool because it is a 2d game um but it is very vertical that is one thing that i talked about a bunch while i was playing it and uh the verticality of this game like moving up and down through the map that you kind of go through is really really neat it is heavily inspired by chrono trigger and just to get into it really quick sorry i'm taking a quick back step i want to do a quick little dive into sabotage studios because yeah. uh they made the messenger which some of y'all may know yes a oh phenomenal game. game with excellent music like it's it's so good absolute um, earworms yes uh same guy who did the music for that also did music for this as well as a special little guest um Ooh. but sabotage studios is such a cool uh dev group they started to as just like a, a guy who really wanted to make games and they had such a crazy thing happened um 
So the main people who founded the studio all met in school for game dev, which is really cool. Their program was supposed to be a couple years long. And before they even finished the first year of that program within, I think it is like five months, they all get hired at a local game dev studio. No which, way. Oh my God. I wish must be nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah like awesome they have mm-hmm. like some really really early betas for like uh the messenger that they like sorry not betas early early gray boxes of the yeah. messenger where they're like just thinking about this game and at the studio they're literally told by their boss um hey the messenger's a dumb idea it'll never work it's got too much going on i don't really get what you're going for um they said it the verbatim quote is it is an irrelevant terrible idea and proof that you will never be a designer and should stick to coding wow yeah i can't imagine saying that to another human being brutal that is so harsh and also so demonstrably wrong yeah um (laughs) like so so wrong um so they say, hey, ow, <laughs> we're still going to keep working here because we want money and we want game dev experience. But I'm not giving up on this game. And they like right. continue gray boxing it out and like getting it a lot more fleshed out. He attracts a couple of other people who are on the same team who either went to the same school as him or went uh, worked at the same game dev studio. And they all start working on this project that a lot of it has gained internal traction, but just not from the higher ups. Yeah. Um, sorry to get into the history of the messenger, but it ties into sea of stars pretty heavily. So we'll get there. But, uh, one of the main founders goes to a pirate metal festival, um, oh, which it, sounds like a great time. Goes to a, what a pirate metal festival. They have those. Apparently, uh, it sounds going to the wrong festivals. Dude, it sounds like a great time. That sounds like an incredible time. But that's where he meets Eric, who is like the main composer for the game and falls in love with his music, follows his music for a while, doesn't talk to him yet. Just like, (laughs) I like that guy's music. They met, they like kind of interacted a little bit, but they're like not talking about anything in depth. They just like meet and interact for just a brief moment. They keep working, they keep working. Later on, they go to a gig of Eric, who is the, the composer who goes by the artist name of rainbow dragon eyes um and walks up to him and is like hey eric nice set and eric goes uh-huh and then <laughs> the dev goes so i'm a game developer with about eight years of experience and eric goes i like where this is going and <laughs> the dev goes i'm looking at starting an indie studio making retro games and eric immediately interrupts him and is like yes i will make your music <laughs> perfect i just love that interaction of like hey yeah. I'm looking at starting this studio. Yes, I'll make your music. Yes. Yeah, cool. 100%. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they start working on the game and things just kind of spiral from there. And then uh, they put out the messenger. They officially create Sabotage Studio. They put out the messenger. It, it's a long and arduous process. Um, they get help from Nintendo. It becomes like a really big thing. And it uh, the messenger launches in 2017. And after that go or gets funded in 2017 and launches later on once that goes out and becomes like a big success they're like living it up they're having a great time and they are looking at expanding they want to do Mm. something bigger um they love what they did with the messenger they had such a fun time devving it they had such a fun time gaining all this traction but they want they want they want to keep going they want something more right honestly i don't blame them so they don't they don't have the money for that actually um and when small studios want to do more and they don't got the money for that Mm -hmm. um they go to where all great games come from and some great scams come from kickstarter (laughs) Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the warehouse in the the back of the no the we don't commercial talk about that. district sh- 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 that has a bunch sh- 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 of no 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 old, no 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 don't worry buried sh- sh- buried games okay no no none of that with the, the toxic waste spill and the we no we don't, we don't okay. no Kickstarter they they went to Kickstarter 
Okay. They also might have gone there. We're not talking about it. Um, I need to talk about it. My uncle went there and he never came back. He's one with the games now. He's one with the games. Oh, no. So Kickstarter, uh, it worked yeah. out really well for them, actually. They they kickstarted the game, got funding, and ended up being able to make this a way larger project than they had ever like put on. Um, they hired a bunch of artists. They hired some really great musicians. Um, and they really flushed out a, a real cool world that is actually canonically the same world as the messenger takes place in. They are the no. same universe. Um, okay. There are tie-ins. If you play Sea of Stars, you will see characters and enemies from the messenger in Sea of Stars. They are the, they are the same world excellent the the messenger already gets into a little bit of like kind of expanding the universe out in a way yes. that a lot of games wouldn't like that that's so i oh i love that you know the like the rock guys who like pump their fists in the messenger yeah they are they're a whole enemy in sea of stars which i think they're called like a yes. uh, oh it's something douche is that their name and it's really <laughs> funny i think yeah. it's like rock douche or something like that that's great it's so good i, I you don't have to play the messenger to get any of this because i hadn't as playing it my girlfriend had she had noticed some things as i was playing through if mm-hmm. you have played the messenger you will pick up on a lot of little things that are all throughout this game of tiny little easter eggs of they're in the same world and then some more overt easter eggs that are like these are the same world it's real neat um yeah john messenger steps onto the stage and says hello it's me from um, the previous game why does he sound like vaguely like markiplier <laughs> i don't know that's what a main character sounds like don't you know no, he sounds like markiplier's version of wharf stash <laughs> yeah um that, that's just my main character voice <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> mind you, like the fucking yeah, dude. Yeah, oh, dude. yeah, we're getting it. It's me, Dave Messenger, John's younger brother. Just here to hang out, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I mean, honestly, the the main character. There are two main characters of this game. There's a boy and a girl. They let you kind of pick who you want to play as. It's kind of cool. You get to use all of them because it's a it's a multi party RPG. You get mm-hmm. a couple of different people you get to play as and with, and you form a party and everyone gets to attack. It's turn-based. It's real cool. Um, the way they handle turn-based combat is really neat. It sets up a bunch of really cool puzzles. Gra- that was going to be my next question. And yeah, we can get into that because I've talked about the graphics enough. Mm-hmm. Um, although there is one other thing that I will talk about. The overworld map, because there's like the... You get to play in each little uh area and then you get like the the big overworld map Mm -hmm. navigating the overworld map is so satisfying and fun that overworld map is jaw-dropping and i can't i like i genuinely (laughs) cannot explain the level of oh my god this is the map moment that i had when i saw it for the first time and got to like just move around it kind of spits in the face of the last episode we just did where we took a big old dump on the game the map. not having maps huh no dude the map in this game <laughs> is phenomenal navigating yeah. the map is fun navigating the map is fun that's it's so hard to do <laughs> that's a core thing about games that i think gets lost a lot of the time is like if the basic action of your game isn't fun, the rest of it's not going to be either. Uh, it no, makes dude, me so happy every time, especially like an indie game like that, <laughs> figure out how to make a core mechanic that would otherwise be like, oh, just a thing you have to do to get to the game fun in itself. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but once you get the boat, the map becomes amazing. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. I'm leaving it there. Um so we're going to get into the actual combat and some of the cool puzzles that they set up. And also the like one of the secret hits of this game that I need. I need a thing from. Um, so the combat has these really cool puzzles. It's turn based. You can see um, on your enemies, they'll have a counter for when they're going to move if they have decided on a move to make. So they kind of go between a basic move, which won't have any. It'll just have a counter Um, after they've done a move. They'll have no counter for a little bit as they recharge to get their move. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and then they'll have a more advanced move. So they'll have like a, a big hit or like a special move or something like that. And that will have a counter with a bunch of little symbols next to it. And mm. that is where the puzzles really kick in is if you can get all of those symbols, they're, they're tied to different um, types of attacks. So you have like the the moon power, the sun power, um to, to kind of give you the premise of the game, because I haven't jumped into that at all. You play yeah. as a solstice warrior. You were born on uh, either the fall or sorry, summer or winter equinox. And you are a solstice warrior. You are uh, the, the lady is the moon one. The boy is the, the sun one. The boy was born in the summer. The lady is born in the winter. They are siblings and they are being trained to be the next solstice warriors, uh, which is a, like a line of these these warriors who have been around for a while um things go awry is the easiest way to put it um (laughs) surprisingly uh things go weird um there are a couple of really neat twists some of which you might see coming some of which you might not they're very fun the plot is very good but uh you you kind of harness the power of your given element um you there are like normal power there is poison power there is sun power there is moon power there are more that i'm not going to get into but well those are the basic like astronomical bodies is the moon the sun and the and poison, poison that infests the sky yes. and, and then burrows into our minds yeah um <laughs> yes of course <laughs> um but uh your enemy who is trying to do a special attack will have several of these symbols um next to their counter if you can do an attack that has the power of these symbols before the timer runs out on that character they will not be able to do their special and they will just not attack so that is a good way to save health that's a good way to stop uh, a special for like maybe it's them healing or maybe it's them um doing a multi-party damage attack or like multi-character whole party mm-hmm. attack or multi character not whole party but still like they can do a lot of different things with special attacks so being able to cut those off is really cool and it forces you to kind of like pick and choose the order of who you want to move because uh you get to move each of your characters once per round but every character's move advances the enemy's counter so you'll have three characters uh, one character moves, the counter on the enemy goes, but that character can't attack again for the rest of the round. Once all the characters have gone, then the counter resets and all of them can go again. And the enemy's counters are kind of tied separately to the rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, they're tied more to character moves than rounds. Yeah. Um, but it makes you pick and choose. Okay, cool. This person needs two moon two sun and one poison so i need to go and their counter is at three so i can do this combo that'll do both moon and sun damage and then i'll use my poison person but i can't use this person first because i need to have them do this combo the way that it needs to go down uh or oh i need to do a base attack to get this extra energy thing i forget what they call it in the game um, but it will drop these little orbs and you can absorb those to do a base attack, but with your power. So if you don't have enough mana to do a uh, special, which is usually what would do the like the sun or the moon or the poison damage, mm-hmm. you can pick up these extra little orbs to do that damage on your base attack without having to worry about mana. Um, okay. The only way to do that, get those orbs is to do a base attack without using orbs. So they said that these little pieces that make really engaging combat puzzles that i found really satisfying yeah that's great because games also need some good orbs in them too and it seems like this is a good way to to make that happen orbs are very important um but yeah they, they set up these puzzles in a really satisfying way to where like they're not overly difficult or i didn't find them overly difficult i did die a couple of times but nothing like crazy um but it does keep you thinking every single round. You're like, okay, cool. What am I doing next? Okay, cool. What am I doing next? You're like constantly thinking through these puzzles. It's satisfying in that way. That's um, good. It, it sounds a little bit like, um, I, it's, it's been such a long time since I played this and I don't know if I'm remembering correctly, but are you familiar with Octopath Traveler? 
I've heard a lot of comparisons to Octopath Traveler. I did not play enough of it to make that comparison. Um, I would say like, yeah, it's actually pretty similar in a lot of ways. Um, But I can't say how similar they are because I only played like an hour of Octopath. So I I also only played a little bit of it, but I seem to remember it had a system where enemies will have like shields or, or protective states. And you can break them by doing a certain type of attack and you have to kind of figure out what you want to do in this round so that you can you can stagger or or break the enemy and then kind of get around their puzzle that they're setting up by having this big thing. And you can kind of knock them off their feet and knock them away from being able to do that. It sounds like a similar ish system to that, which was really neat and innovative in a great way to switch up what is otherwise, I think kind of a, a dull format of just turn-based combat. Yeah. Um, it sounds like this game, you know, keeps it fresh, too. It does. Now I'm going to get into a couple of little complaints that I've heard. Some of them are a little bit more major, and some of them are a little bit less. Um, mm-hmm. The difficulty is fairly low, at least for where I'm at. I just unlocked... I have not completed the game, just being forthright about that. I have just gotten my first ultimate. I'm a little bit past that, actually. I've gotten... Uh, quite a bit into the game. I've played easily uh, eight or nine hours. Um, mm-hmm. There's a decent chunk of this game. It's a pretty full-fledged RPG. The difficulty yeah. is not super heavy. There aren't status effects. There's no sleep. There's no poison. There is a poison-type attack, but it does not do poison damage. It does not like do taking damage over time. There's no oh, burn. Okay. There's no freeze. There's no like status effects at all. Mm-hmm. There are um, just types of attacks. Yes. Okay. Um. Some of them will be. There is like a, a a triangle of. Well, there's. It's not necessarily a triangle, but there are certain enemies will be weak or strong to certain types of attacks. Some enemies yeah. are weak to base attacks. Some enemies are work. Um. Some people will have like stabbing, slashing, or blunt damage so there's stuff going on there as well just be careful because it sounds like you're starting to describe pokemon and if i get even a little whiff of that in this game i'm gonna i'm out it doesn't have status effects which is unlike pokemon so you should like that but it's got type it's got types there's types of moves and you have to know which type of move is better against another type literally everything is like that no. You want to play Final Fantasy? You want to play? You want to play Octopath? You want to play literally any fantasy game <laughs> or any R- JRPG has a freaking a fire emblem, War Groove, which they're making a second one of, which is kind of exciting. Never um, played either of those two, but they're regardless. Games. Yeah. But uh, like a lot of games, just have those those uh, type uh-huh. triangles. Uh-huh. Um, and Pokemon does too. And Pokemon stinky. Does. Pokemon's great. You you are stinky. Um, uh, that may also be true. You you don't know. This is over the, the internet. Best-selling franchise of all time. <laughs> yeah, best-selling things can be stinky sometimes. Sure. You're not going to convince <laughs> me I'm wrong. Uh-huh. I'm I'm going to do the thing that I've been doing to my girlfriend, which she uh-huh. loves oh so much, was which is the uh sure uh uh-huh, yeah yeah yep, for sure for sure uh-huh. Uh-huh. cool uh uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much it's so funny i can't imagine why it feels great <laughs> yeah sure whatever uh-huh. uh <laughs> uh I, I can't even I mean, do it with a straight face because it's I so know. mean it's, it's so incredibly it's so mean. like passive aggressive terrible <laughs> i i will do it and immediately bust out laughing i know yeah. I realize I also need to break that habit because I did it to my boss recently. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he sneezed while we were in store one day. And I was like, sorry, it's all the dust. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And I walked away and he's like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Did I'm you like not joking. even clock? The- <laughs> oh, I started laughing and I walked away and he's like, what just happened? I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was mortified. Um... But yeah, the combat is fairly simple. Exploration is rewarded, but only mildly. Um, There isn't a lot of off the beaten path tracks to take. It is kind of fairly linear. Um, I found myself not really getting lost that much. There are a couple of areas I did get lost in. It's real hard, though. Um, It's real hard to get lost or to stay lost, Um, which I honestly 
don't think is a negative, but I have seen people mm-hmm. complain about it. So I will bring that up. There is not a ton of area to get lost in. Um, also, there is a cooking system, which I think is really pretty. It's really well animated. I have no use for it. <laughs> it is your healing items. It is your mana items. You can craft Phoenix downs, essentially. Um, like your your resurrection item. Um yeah for those who are out of the loop uh but i never use them the game is kind of easy i've i never really use the food <laughs> if i use the food it's because i st- i forgot to sit at the pa- last man i do that so much there are little campfires which are like where you can sit down and there's like really cute little mechanics of like oh there's a storyteller lady and there's this other uh-huh. person and like you'll all s- sit down around the campfire and there's like a whole like interactability scene where you can like interact with all the characters and kind of get their take on like what's been going on on the story and like hear like lore that you can pick up and find around the world it's really fun it's really cool i like it a lot um i i find myself having to remind myself to do that because i don't have as much of a need for it because i will sit Mm -hmm. down heal and move on i'm like actually no i think i picked up an artifact i want to go talk to the story lady because she's really cute her name is teeks um i like her a lot she's adorable um and it feels bad whenever you skip over her. I'm sure she's got feelings too. She's got she's got stories to tell me, and they're really interesting stories. There's like actually like really cool stuff going there. I really like it. I just have to remember, oh yeah, that exists too. Um <laughs> and same thing with the food. Like the only time I remember like, oh, I need to eat food is when I forgot to sit at the last campfire I passed by and I get into a battle, I'm like, or like a boss battle, I'm like, oh. I guess I'll <laughs> eat some food to heal, but I guess that just wastes first turn. That kind of sucks. Yeah. And then I'll just get through the rest of it and I'm fine. Like I, right. I, I, most of the boss battles, it's like one, maybe two tries. I think the mm-hmm. most I've died to one enemy is three times. Um, <laughs> like it's, it's not a difficult game and they make it even easier through systems of relics, which are these items you can find in shops and you can purchase them. I've been trying to collect them all, although I Mm -hmm. don't have any of them on, but relics are basically in-game cheat codes or what would be cheat codes way back in the day, which I bring back cheat codes, dude. I miss lost art. They really are. Um, but relics are like, Oh yeah, you take half damage or every single time your timing moves always hit so it does the paper mario of like when you go to do an attack if you hit a at just the right time you'll do bonus damage or when someone attacks you you hit a at the right time to block damage um you can have it to where it it auto times it and it's always perfect but it comes at a cost of instead of doing 10 percent extra damage you do eight percent extra damage it cuts off some of the damage you do but it always times perfectly so you can make the game a little easier if you're bad at timing um Mm -hmm. it does not do all of your timing things because a lot of the the special moves require timing um i'm kind of cracked at them i will go crazy and do a (laughs) metric ton of damage because i really like rhythm games and it falls into the same kind of vein yeah i'm kind of crazy with it I'm kind of yeah. kind of cracked, kind of based. Uh, yeah, honestly, I, I go a little little sicko mode. Yeah. Um, uh, dab on him a little bit. Wait, no, oh no, oh no, no, no one says. Oh no, I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> uh, dude, I don't remember what streamer it was. I think it was Ludwig. I don't remember, but they were trying to remember the Grandma Sycamore cookies. And they said grandma sicko mode. And that I was just, just stuck in say my that head. Instinctually, yeah. I love that so much. Grandma sicko mode is so funny Yo, to grandma me. Grandma do be sicko mode though. She does. Um, sorry if I misattributed that to the wrong streamer. I'm sure you're fine. Yeah, you're, Ludwig, it's one Ludwig of the more popular ones. Publicity. He's Come probably on. fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing okay. Um, so I'm going to move on from combat because I've talked about it quite a bit and the actual gameplay um and then i'm gonna move on to the other thing that like i need so much more of this in my life there is a game within a game in this there's a board game within a game a tabletop game within a game excellent called wheels wheels is so fucking fun it is so good it is amazing i need it to be a real game i've actually been like contemplating 3d modeling and 3d printing my own wheel set so i can play with friends it is so incredibly good now uh, i don't mean to uh, burst your burst your bubble here but technically grammatically it would be wheels are so much fun anyways (laughs) on account of it being you know a plural this game is 
phenomenal. It You're being so mean so to me fun. right now. <laughs> Just not playing with your bit at all. Yeah. That's the best way to have like an audio show is to completely not engage. <laughs> no, yes, and not even a no, but just just. Anyways, this game's great. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't deserve it, but <laughs> um, genuinely though, it's it's so fun. It is. Gen- it, it's so good it's well balanced it, it's well structured i find myself having a good time every single time i play it they have casual play and ranked play and if you play the ranked play you're playing against the computer both times i usually just mm-hmm. jump, jump straight into the the champion play which is the higher difficulty setting but oh my god it's so good and you get little benefits for like playing through you get new characters to play as who have different like styles of attack they have like all sorts of rules written down. There's an entire little rule book within the game. It is this game's version of Gwent. Um, okay, yeah. I would adore if this was a real board game. Um, Sabotage Studios, if you're listening to me, please make this into like a game I can buy outside of this game or a game I can play with friends because this would be such a good game to play with friends. This would be a great drinking game to sit down with like a pint and then just play this game against someone would be a blast it's in the inn or the tavern of wherever you travel to Mm. it is genuinely so good like i have nothing but praise for wheels if you have played this game already and you skipped out on wheels play wheels it's great i cannot give it higher praise it's always nice when a game has another little game tucked away inside. It's like, it, it's a good way to it show is. kind of the scope of what you have going on. It's like, there's so much game that we can fit a whole other, like pretty well fleshed out game inside that. That's also pretty good. It's just, it's cozy to, to, to get a little break from the normal gameplay every once in a while. It really is. It's also based kind of on, it's like a slot machine, but like you have your own little slot machine with five different wheels on it. Hence the name wheels. And they spin uh-huh. to give you different symbols, a blue symbol, a orange symbol and a defense symbol um, and no symbol is an option. Um, okay. If you get you have a little guy on either side of your board, an orange guy or a blue guy, and you can kind of pick which which little guy you want to go there. There's like a knight character you can play as a, a rogue character you can play as a um a mage uh there's a couple of others that you can play um and each of them have their own like little method of attacking that makes them unique you have a little uh counter on either side and whenever you roll your little slot machine you have to match at least three symbols to add to the counter three adds one four adds two five adds three there are double symbols on the thing so you can get two orange on one wheel um and I think there's even a triple so you can like just roll a triple and you automatically have one point for that character, which is oh, really nice. nice. Um, you also have a defense wall that you can erect around your uh, castle, which is where your wheels are based. I thought you paused there to give me time to chuckle at the word erect, but I think you were just clearing <laughs> your throat. So I was. We can move uh, i'm glad we could uh circle back there it had Um, to at least be noted no it it definitely did um but as you roll defense you can raise your uh raise your your wall up to five stages to block attacks um and you just uh, just the way it plays is so simple and intuitive i played one game without reading the instructions and by the end of the game i was like okay i think i've got this the entire game i was like i have no idea what's going on because i didn't read the instructions because i am dyslexic and i was like "Ah, i'll figure it out Mm -hmm. um by the end of the game i had lost but i was like okay i think i get what's going on here the second game about halfway through i was like cool i get it i understand what's happening and i just clicked in and it's it, it was so fun from there on out i had no problems understanding the game and every single time i saw a new wheels board i was like cool i have to beat the champion before i leave this area because i want whatever it's going to give me and i'm going to have a good time playing and like i knew it was a good time because the second time i saw a wheels board i was like oh there's another one and like i got (laughs) super excited and my girlfriend did the exact same thing over the call so i was like all right cool this isn't just fun for me she's having she's even having fun watching me play this silly little game within a game 
genuinely would be a, a an amazing board game. Please make this a board game. If not, I will just 3D print my own to play with friends. Um, I'll figure out a spring mechanism to make the wheels roll. I'll I'll make it work. I I need to play this. It looks so fun. Now, does that count as pirating if you do download a physical manifestation of a game that is someone else's IP in a video game? Where's the law fall down on that one? I don't know if it is pirating, but it would be uh, intellectual property theft and probably fall under copyright law. Um, well, the P in intellectual pr- property theft stands for piracy, doesn't it? Yes. Okay. The P in property stands for piracy. It's it's like one of those yes. acronyms that goes like two different directions. Right, exactly. Um, it kind of like yeah. branches. You, there's yeah, yeah, there's yeah, layers yeah. to it. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, none of, none of the other letters mean anything. Just, just the P. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh yes <laughs> that, that's um, how all good acronyms work yes just one letter means something and then all the other letters are present uh yes <laughs> wait there's but, no present in there that would be really difficult to spell that would be yeah um but like honestly i i will just i feel like if i made a 3d uh printed version of this and i posted it on twitter sabotage would be like that's cool as hell I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you did that and that you like that <laughs> game so much. Um, yeah. Let's hit you up for like rights to actually mass produce this because you mm-hmm. obviously have figured out a way to like make this work. Uh, <laughs> of course. <'cause laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Dude, that'd be so sick. But like, <laughs> man, I actually genuinely want to make this a project for myself and figure out how to play re- wheels IRL against my friends. Cause it's so good. Um, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, but you know what else is also great and wonderful and amazing? Sea of Stars? <laughs> Freaking music in Sea of Stars. Ooh. Not only is it done by Rainbow Dragon Eyes, it's done by uh, Yasunori Mitsuda, um, who is the main composer for Chrono Trigger. <laughs> no way he did 10 tracks for this game it's no. really solid he's on a bunch of other games um but his main one that he's known for is chrono trigger and cross chrono or chrono cross um he also did let's see here he's done final fantasy he's worked for square for such a long I mean, time yeah he's he's done so many different things he's like literally a legend in the space and he did 10 whole tracks for this game it's awesome yeah i mean chrono trigger itself having a legendary soundtrack it's fantastic because it sounds like this sea of stars game kind of wants to to take a lot of inspiration from that kind of of inspiration so it's it's so nice to see that kind of gift come in like actually part of the original game coming in and working on this as well so yes cool. it was it's really cool to see that connection the other one that he did that i couldn't think of was xenoblade he did he was okay, a composer yeah. for xenoblade who which also has some banging music oh absolutely um, but yeah chrono trigger and this have a lot in common from a lot of different perspectives even from like all the enemies are visible on the overworld. And when you tap one, everyone does the little jump into place and you do your battle where you were in the world mm-hmm. is neat. I like it. Yeah. Um, they set it up really well for that, but like, man, the music in this game is really, really something special. If you've played the messenger, you know that rainbow dragon eyes does some really, really crazy earwormy music. It's phenomenal. I listen to it in my car. I know not everyone likes to do that, but I think it's phenomenal. It's it's just so good. Um, At me next time. I only don't listen to video game music because Spotify doesn't know how to handle <laughs> my like songs. Yeah, afterwards. it really doesn't. The, their their whole algorithm gets thrown off. It's like, oh, you like one music album from a mm-hmm. video game? Here's a random game you've never heard of and all of their music. You've listened to one Undertale song? Cool. That's all we know about you now. Okay, sorry. We can't just sing Undertale music forever. I I could, but also Well, we'll we'll do that after the show on our Patreon okay. special bonus episode. We have a Patreon. 
no. I didn't think so. Yeah, like that. <laughs> uh, I don't want the I don't want the, uh, the the three people listening to go try to find the Patreon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a, what a terrible way to like shadow announce that we have a Patreon. So, like we never talked about it before. Yeah, you never even talked about it to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, if that's not how we launch our Patreon, I'll be disappointed. Um, I'm guaranteed if and when it happens, that's how it's going to (laughs) happen. You know me. But dude, uh, Rainbow Dragon Eyes knocks it out of the park again. And having such a legend alongside to just send this home, man, the music is amazing. It's so good the whole way through. The, the start menu music, the sound effects for every single little action, the menuing music, everything just sounds so, so good. I highly recommend it. I ca- caught myself humming along to music all throughout <laughs> the game. It's it's so good. I just I had to shout out that as a key point, because the fact that they were able to bring in one of their main inspirations for this game as a whole into it in such a meaningful role is such a cool part of this game. It really is just like a. this game is a thank you letter to all of the JRPGs that I played through as a child. And it does have that like feel of being a kid and playing through a JRPG, uh, specifically like a Chrono Trigger. If you if you wish you could get that feeling of playing Chrono Trigger again for the first time, this will give you touches of that. Um I really, really love it for that. And being able to to integrate a, a key part of what made Chrono Trigger so special is uh, just it, it is what this game really is. It, it brings it whole, uh, brings it together as a whole really, really wonderfully and puts a bow on it just so beautifully of, hey, we love this thing. We want to pay an homage. We wanted to make a bigger project and we wanted to really show how much these games impacted us as a kid. Um, if you go to the Sabotage Studios website, their story on their website is really interactive. It's really, really cool the way it's laid out. You can see like from the birth of the main founder's uh, childhood of like getting his first NES and his granddad giving him, showing him a bag of a bunch of NES games and being like, you could take six of these. Um, all the way through to this game. They have everything documented on that site. You get to really see how these RPGs built a, a little place in these devs' heart and how desperately they wanted to bring them to life and bring these games to a new place from their perspective. Uh, the way that they did with uh, Metroidvanias and... Uh, Oh, what was the the direct inspiration that they uh, Ninja Gaiden? Ninja I was Gaiden say, Metrovania. Yeah, the messenger has a lot of Ninja Gaiden DNA yeah. in it. Kind of takes inspiration from that. They have they have a lot of that, but they put a twist on it. They did the mm-hmm. same thing with this. They took a lot of Chrono Trigger and put a fun little twist on it. It has a lot of those hallmarks and just brings them home to a fun new little format. And it plays on that really, really interestingly. I haven't finished it yet. I am definitely finishing this one though. Mm. I, if you ask literally anyone who knows me, um, finishing games is not a thing I do. I have ADHD and I bounce from game to game so hard. (laughs) This is one that I desperately like, I want to finish so badly. I, I I just keep thinking and wanting to go back to finish this game. So I don't know if that says anything to y'all, but it says a lot to me. And uh, yeah, that's just that's my thoughts. And that's why I think you should play this game. I really do. It's it's something special. Incredible. And it's on uh, Game Pass. So just it's $15. Just I, check it out. Yeah. I love throwing that in at the end of an episode. Like, by the way. If you subscribe to this thing, you could just go get it. Yeah, um, it's, it's just there. It's the every game is here machine. And I love I adore it. Yeah, it's it sounds really like one of those big accomplishments for a studio. I mean, the messenger already sort of was, but even more so this. It just it, it's got to feel good to have this big like love letter, almost maybe not spiritual successor necessarily, but a a game that kind of takes the next steps based off of something you loved or the the group of you loved as a kid 
and seeing it get really well received because again i've seen a lot of people talking about sea of stars in a very positive way uh it's i think one of the big indie games of the year the lowest rating for it was an eight out of (laughs) ten And, and that just shows you how much it matters when a group of people really cares and really has passion for the project they're working on. And I, I absolutely love to see that. Yeah, this game has also been a long time coming. Like I said, it was a Kickstarter game. People mm-hmm. have been wait- the people who back this game have been waiting for a really long time. Also, the way they do the the backer credits is really really cool. Um, it's really neat. They also kind of force you to go there ever so briefly and check it out. But uh, it is like a, it's not a credits. It's not just a thank you in the credits at the end of the game. Although mm-hmm. I'm sure there is that. But there is a whole monument to their Kickstarter backers built into the game. Oh, that's very cool. Very um, Hollow Knight kind of having that yeah. built into the environment. Yeah, it is. It is really neat. So just keep an eye out for that as you're playing. It's really neat. Um, but yeah, like it was really well received. It sold a hundred thousand copies its first day and over 250,000 its first week. It, the, like I said, the lowest score it got was a 79 out of 100 from PC gamer, um, <laughs> which is an eight out of 10 for all intents and purposes. 7.3 um, too much water. <laughs> dude. Oh, that's literally one of the best Pokemon games that <laughs> I want to scream. Um, <laughs> I also remember when uh, fully off topic because ADHD, but I remember when uh-huh. Sun and Moon came out, they're like, oh, don't let IGN see this. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's set in Hawaii. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, they're going to say it's too much water. Uh, well, it sounds like don't let them see this game either because that's kind of. It does know. have a lot of water. There's there's yeah. a lot of sailing, but it is it is really but enjoyable. Good. It that's is it is very good. Good sailing in a game is something you need. It has been it has been so well received and it just has me very excited to see what Sabotage Studios does next. They were picked up by Devolver before this game came out. I think actually before the messenger came out, they were picked up by Devolver. So they have some decent ground to stand on. They have some decent people in their corner because Devolver seems I don't know any of these people personally. Devolver seems like good people, though. Um, Devolver has a a pretty good reputation for that kind of thing. Yeah. They, they seem like a pretty good publication firm to be stuck with. Like if, if you, mm-hmm. uh, if, if you could hit your wagon to anyone, if I could hitch my wagon to anyone for a game, I would be, I would be over the moon to be with uh devolver. Oh, absolutely. So it is, it is good to see that they've got good people in their corner. They've been making great games. And I just can't wait to see what they do next. If this is just their second game that they've put out. <laughs> uh, I think it actually might be their third um because oh they had the me- uh the messenger picnic panic so it is their second game okay. because that's more of like a, a dlc kind of thing yeah um, I, was, I think that was an add-on so yeah yeah so this being their second game i can't wait to see where they are in five ten years i, I oh. can't see wait to see what comes next because I, I am so excited dude um sea of stars is available on everything you'd switch playstation xbox uh steam i think it's even available on gog like it's it's everywhere no get it. flip phone go out and get it check it out <laughs> i can't quite I've that made everywhere so many promises this episode that i cannot cash in on i am <laughs> in for a world of hurt if anyone takes anything i ever say seriously <laughs> also the other thing i really love about it is that it is on last gen consoles it's on ps4 and xbox one so if you oh, no don't kidding. have a ps5 or xbox series you can still play this game. It's Great. widely available. Check it out. Game Pass, whatever. Please play this game. I I, I love it. It's so good. I will. I promise. I'll do it. For I you. am holding you to that Make promise, James. I no, know you I, play a billion games, but I am actually holding you to that promise. No, genuinely, as soon as I'm done, I've still got like Starfield brain rock because you know it's such a big game. Yeah. But as soon as I like dump that one and I'm able to move on, absolutely, I'm checking this. I mean, I'm a sucker for a good indie game, especially one yeah. with such a great success story as this. So absolutely, I'll I'll have to check it out. Uh, and everyone listening should as well. This game is the reason I wasn't able to play Starfield to do my episode <laughs> on it. I played this. I I was like, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna see what it's all about. And then I was like, I'm not playing Starfield until I play this game because I don't want to stop playing this game for any reason. Because if I if I drop it, I'm not gonna get back to it. I played the Pokemon DLC and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not playing anything else. I need to get back to <laughs> Sea of Stars. 
It's so good, dude. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty high praise. Uh, it's the highest praise I can give it because I love Just, Bethesda. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I think you should play this game. And uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. Honestly, I, I've really enjoyed getting to do these episodes. Uh, I can't wait to get to do more. Um, yeah. Thanks for being here, everyone. It's genuinely nice. Check us out on Twitter um, at YSPTG underscore pod. Um, give us a five stars at Apple podcasts or whatever you think is fair. I feel like five is pretty, pretty, pretty fair, but like, Hey, I don't know. I, I, I'd say we earned about a three at least. At, at the, at the very know. least. If we can ever figure out how to do an outro, maybe we'll bump up to four. <laughs> I, well, I feel like that's part of the charm. I think if we ever figure out intros, our audience score is going right down to two. That's, I, that's the only way I see it playing out. We've yeah. we've we've sold out at that point. Yeah, honestly, va- valid vibes. I, I support <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, uh, tweet at us. We we love hearing from you. If if you got anything, let us know. If you want to hear us talk about a game, scream about it in the comments or something. Get in the comments to steal a Brennan Mulligan for the second episode in a row. Um, I'm trying so hard to figure out how I can come up with a joke about <laughs> you having to ha, needing a mulligan for that. Um, just, <laughs> I think you did. Yeah, it. I think that's good enough. Yeah, exactly. Go back and edit it back into the spot where it was supposed to be. So it sounds better and cooler and you sound funnier <laughs> and sexier and everyone loves you. <laughs> oh, deep in your voice. Give yourself like some auto tune, you know, yeah. all can of it. You, can you put abs into an mp3 file because if you can do that yeah, do that it as well like i've got like a full six pack i don't know how you're gonna do that but make that happen exactly um, but, <laughs> but yeah thanks for joining us i hope you have a great night uh or day or whenever you're listening to this honestly just i hope you have a great night a- but it, honestly if it's day i hope you get to night pretty quickly because day is kind of a bummer yeah it's too hot unless it's too right. cold in which case Stop making it to where I'm not telling the truth. That's not my fault. That's yours. Bye. (laughs) Bye.